planes on their way to Germany remained serene. The sun cast its dying rays over the canal, a thousand lights playing on the water's surface. The birds blended in with branches, but when one of them hopped from twig to twig or flitted to another bush, she caught glimpses of their black and brown feathers. Then, A different kind of movement on the other side of the water caught her attention. Not the cheerful, bouncy action of birds, but the movement of men, a plodding motion. She parted the curtains farther for a better view. A number of men, maybe a dozen or so, marched toward the steep canal bank. Five or six German soldiers armed with rifles surrounded the men and shouted at them. If they were trying to reach the edge of the canal, it would have been easier to do so about fifty or sixty meters from the bridge, where the land once again became even with the water level. What was happening? The answer came as soon as the thought crossed her mind. From her vantage point, she watched as the soldiers forced the men to scramble down the bank, though their hands were tied in front of them. The Germans kicked many of them as they slid and fell. Cornelia dropped the curtain. She closed her eyes because she couldn't watch. She covered her ears because she couldn't listen. She sank to the floor because she couldn't stand. Memories of that horrible night more than four years ago knocked at her consciousness— Denying them entry, she pushed her hands harder against her ears and scrunched into a ball. Pop! 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 She had hoped and prayed to never hear that sound again, but the reverberations echoed in her head. The past mingled with the present. Pop! 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 All fell silent. The birds ceased their chirping. Five or ten minutes passed as she sat on the floor, her entire body shaking. The floorboards creaked under the unmistakable bounce of her brother's footsteps on the stairs. She opened her eyes. He moved down the hall and passed the front room to the door. She rose to her feet. Johann? He stopped, frozen by her call. Johann? I am going out. Nay! she screeched. Nay! The Nazis just executed a dozen men. There is no way you are going to step foot outside this house. He stood several centimeters taller than her, and he used his height to his advantage, peering down at her. I want to see the men they shot. Maybe we know some of them. She stepped in front of the door. They will arrest you on the spot, you know. Her brother ran a hand through his tousled, sand-colored hair. They are gone now, and I'll be careful, I promise. I won't let you go. She stood with her hands on her hips, something she had seen Mem do a thousand times. With their mother no longer here, she was the caregiver to her brother. You can't forbid me. I'm an adult. Only a fool would go out there now. Maybe I'm a fool then. I am going anyway.
What will happen to you if you get caught? Working in German factories with all the other young men who have never returned? Is that what you really want? Nothing will happen to me, because I'll be careful. What do you plan to do out there? That is none of your business. He tried to push past her. She stood her ground. You are my business, and my responsibility. You're not going anywhere. Yes, I am. Holding to what Mem always did, Cornelia stopped arguing and glared at Johann. She wouldn't let him out the door. Not when it meant an almost certain death sentence. A few moments later, he shrugged his broad shoulders, sighed, and turned up the stairs. She won the battle. This time. Herod breathed in and out.